Faith Horizons Kingdom Brief. These are short podcasts between 5 and 10 minutes. The purpose of a Kingdom Brief is to share highlights from ongoing Kingdom activities and announce events in Kansas City. Whether inserting yourself into the storyline of the Bible or seeing the Bible's reflection in today's world, this episode really jumps towards the childlike heart stepping into the kingdom of God. Activate your imagination and join the Battering Ram team commissioned to smash out darkness and represent thy kingdom come. Here's my conversation with Scott Stanger. One of the things that was brought up at the God's Relay race was uh, the story of Haggai, and um, you were able to look that up through the Bible Project, which I had some knowledge of the Bible Project, but you know, I didn't realize that they were doing such a a great work. But so we actually walked through just the story of Haggai and just talked about what God did in four months. Well, let me let me just uh, talk about this a little bit. As children, we had our favorite series or storybooks that we liked to read. Maybe uh, Little House on the Prairie is one, or The Boxcar Children, or uh, Curious George. As children, we read those stories and we insert ourselves in the story. We we allow our imagination to imagine what it would be like to see that funny little monkey hopping around and doing these things. What it would be like to be, you know, Laura Ingalls and, and the story of and uh, Ma and Pa and so on. Um, and Jesus said, hey, we must, to enter the kingdom of God, we must come as little children. Yeah. In other words, we must allow ourselves, first of all, to be humble and teachable, but also to to use imagination. Imagination and emotions aren't something that is going to be um, uh, cast out and, and yeah. of heaven, and we aren't going to have these things. No, these can be redeemed and sanctified by the power of the Holy Spirit and God's Word. And so... I, I was encouraging all of us, let's insert ourselves into this story. Just as a child inserts themselves yeah. into the Curious George story, let's read this, as Paul t- said to Timothy in First Timothy, I think it's 4.17 or so, says, uh, forsake not the public reading of Scripture. And so that's what we did. We read aloud the story of Haggai there, and we inserted ourselves into that to say, hmm, what would it feel like to have been back during that time of what Haggai was saying to the people and how Joshua and uh, uh, Zerubbabel were responding, as well as the people? He refers to him as the remnant. What would it be like for us to insert ourselves, and how much of that story has significant parallels to the times that we live right now? So maybe we can take that story, not just insert ourselves into that story, but we can take that story and insert it into our times and get some direction from God Spirit to say, here's how we can respond right now. And really, the response of the people was two things, humility and action, humility and action. Um, there, there's a part where God says, be strong, be strong, be strong. And then the response is the people got to work. Yeah. So our response to when we um, insert ourselves into the story and he insert the story into us is that we can be humble and yet get to work, take 
action. We're no longer spectators in this thing. We're not going to Arrowhead to sit in the stands. We need to make the field bigger than the seats. So we get on the field, all of us. It's 70,000 people on the field making the passes and the catches and the blocks and the tackles and so on. Get in the game. Awesome. Absolutely. How do you think humility almost begets? How, how do you think humility births action? Well, that's a great question. Um, I have this little thing that I do. You know, there's, there's four chambers to the physical heart, and literally are four chambers. And uh, so I go through this process all the time. Uh, I believe God's helped me to identify aspects of each of those chambers. Yeah. And the very first one is humility. So those four chambers to, to me are humility, gratitude, obedience, and faith. Yeah. Humility, gratitude, obedience, and faith. Uh, you can't see it on this podcast, but I'm actually doing the motions of when you cross yourself. Like <laughs> imagine a baseball player when he steps up to the plate and he, and he crosses himself. That's what I'm doing. I'm starting by my head and I'm saying humility and then gratitude, obedience, and faith. And so that is where we got to start. We got to start with humility. Uh, God... Uh, resists the proud and gives grace to the humble. Yeah. And we're coming before his throne of grace. And so we need grace to get to grace. Yes. <laughs> and so, and it starts then with humility that we are posturing our heart, posturing ourselves before the Lord with humility. And then grace abounds to us so that we can fulfill his purpose. Grace goes forward. Mercy's for our past. Grace is for our future. Yeah. And so we've got to be in this place where we come Come before him with humility, and then grace abounds to us in that place to accomplish his will. Amen. Awesome. Thank you so much. Um, I, oh, yeah. Okay. There's one other story. Let's just talk about this for a second. Um, in 70 AD, there was a battering ram. <laughs> Nico. <laughs> this was just a really fun part. I was just thinking of it, just imagining, you know, they had a, the, in 70 AD, uh, was it Nico? The, yeah, it was the name of the battering ram okay. they used. The Roman army, when they laid siege to Jerusalem, and, and Jesus foretold this, so, yeah. you know, he's, he dies sometime around 30 uh, AD, of course. So it's 30-some years later when uh, the words of Jesus are fulfilled that this the temple and the city are going to be uh, destroyed. And it's the Roman army, and they're laying siege, and they're using this battering ram that um, the way it's constructed, it's like a it's it's a large, sort of like a swing set, if you will, yeah. but much larger. Yeah. And they've got this log that is the battering ram, and they've got ropes around it. And so these, these uh, Roman soldiers would go up and they get a the ropes and they would have a like a song yeah. we don't know exactly what it sounded like but but they had this song that they were doing that would allow them to get into rhythm and harmony and they'd take this piece of wood and batter it into these huge stones that were a part of the 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 walls of Jerusalem as well as the temple itself and they were able to just smash these stones that weighed hundreds of tons each, yeah. smash, them, smash them into smithereens, because what were they doing? They were in rhythm. Yeah. They were in unity, uh, in yes. unison, yes. and they were laying siege to a point of a, a uh, specific point in this stone with this 
object. And so they just kept laying in, uh, uh, laying siege to this thing with this, this battering them. Boom, boom, boom. And we've done that at times at God's relay race. We've taken a verse, for instance, and we've just stood there. Something that, that the Holy Spirit put on our hearts to say, lay siege to a stronghold with this truth, yes, this verse, yes. this passage, or whatever. And and together, we would just speak that over and over and over, resisting the enemy, submitting ourselves unto God, and the enemy will flee. This is a part of what intercession looks like when God's people come together. You know, we, we talked about Arrowhead, for instance. Arrowhead's known as the loudest sports stadium in the world. And the the players talk about how they feed off of the crowd. What is the crowd doing? They're putting their voices into it, their voices. Those players on the field are energized by the voices of the people. And that's just part of what we're doing there at God's Relay Rates. We're coming and we're putting our voices into the players. Some of those players come to God's Relay Race, some of them don't. Or or they're there for a time and, and, and they're not. That doesn't matter. What matters is the crowd has come together and is putting their voices in one accord yeah. to see the plays executed, the kingdom plays yeah. executed in this generation. That's what we're doing, and that's what's going to move God's kingdom forward. Amen. And um, to your point of, you know, God's relay race is kind of like we're on the battering ram team. Amen. And and, um, and you've talked about God's relay race before being an incubation location, and also it's a I I put down in my notes a, a place of calling forth, a calling forth, and a place of gestation to begin to birth these things. And so, if you're a business owner and you're in Kansas City, you know, to your point, come to God's Relay Race and get energized. Bingo, <laughs> get energized. The voices, the voices of the intercessors, the priests, uh, are going to be there declaring God's truth from His Word. Going to go out of there encouraged and energized.